Hey, thanks once again for checking out the podcast here at the Borders 105.7 Triple M for Lou and Al for breakfast. It has been a while since we've had an upload because we've been on annual leave, bit of holidays. And it's just Al flying solo today and for the next few days too because Lou is just wrapping up her huge European adventure. Or more to the point, a huge Italian adventure. This has been a couple of years in the planning. Uh, fantastic fundraising walk across parts of it. And then for the rest of it, catching up with family and just enjoying, well, Italy, sunshine, summer, food, vino, the cars, everything. Insanely jealous because I have been keeping tabs on what she's been up to uh, via her, pace, uh, her Facebook page. And she's been putting up plenty of photos and daily updates. So, um, yeah, I think her holidays are a little bit more exciting than mine. But I got a lot of stuff done. Uh, you know, when you've got that time and you've got a to-do list and you actually uh, decide, okay... There is plenty of Netflix and Disney Plus and Stan and Paramount and Amazon and everything else that I could watch, but maybe I should work on this list. Over three weeks gives you ample opportunity to get a few things off that list, like mowing the lawns and buying a new lawnmower, because the three that I had were absolute crap. Anyway, welcome to another big week on the show. We had plenty of special guests to help me out. Uh, let's start with Jason Spike O'Rourke, local boxer. Boss Boxing in Wodonga, one of two sensational uh, local superstars who are actually on their way to Wales. Yeah, three-day fight camp in Wales. This is a magnificent adventure. It's great to see our local athletes uh, doing well, not only in our own backyard, but also going uh, into international waters to do this. And he's got a bit of a fundraiser where you can help him get there. We're joined by Jason Spike O'Rourke. Jason, very good morning to you. Good morning, and thank you for having me on. Mate, an absolute pleasure. Uh, you and another fighter from Boss Boxing on the way to Wales. What a huge opportunity this is going to be. You have been picked to go internationally to fight overseas. Yeah, so we sure have. So uh, this is a huge step for us at Boss Boxing. We're both really looking forward to it. The whole gym, actually, at the moment, we've got a massive buzz around the gym at the moment, and yep. uh, we really can't wait to get into it. Okay, so how did this come about? Did you guys look for opportunities? Did the opportunities come to you? We sort of we're just doing our thing at the moment. We're just trying to pump out as many fights as we can for the year, and um, all the hard work that we're putting in is finally starting to come to tuition, and uh, we're looking forward to it. Obviously, uh, it's not a cheap trip to get from all the way here from the border over to <laughs> over to Wales by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, you guys are dipping deep into your pockets to do this, but you're also fundraising as well, and it's an opportunity for local businesses to. Uh, support one of our local athletes. How's that gone for you so far? Yeah, so we've actually got a GoFundMe page up on our website on Boss Boxing to help get us over to the fights. So yep. any local businesses or anyone who's looking to help out, all they need to do is just head to our Boss Boxing website and um, on Facebook, uh, click on the link and... Chip in a couple uh, of bucks. Out. So do you know who you're fighting at this stage? Have you had a chance to scope out your opponent over in Wales? Uh, no, so... I think this might actually be a bit of a round-robin sort of thing. So oh, we could okay. be doing as many as three fights in the one um, sort of camp. So it yep. goes for three days Sure. all up. But, yeah, I can't wait to actually get into it. Get into it. Um, it's going to be a huge opportunity for us, especially 
us being just a couple of locals and the young fighter that I've got coming with me as well. Um, just the progression in that that he's made over the last uh, six months is huge and um, I can't wait to watch him get in the ring again. That'll be Jake and he is as good to go as you are. This is this is magnificent. With all the training that you've been doing though, Spike, uh, has there been anything that simulates jet lag? Because that's one thing that you're going to have to face possibly going all the way from here to uh, to Wales for your, for a big bout. Yeah, well, I'm sort of not too bad because I'm actually a shift worker, so <laughs> it's actually going to come in quite handy. You're used me. to not sleeping then. That's good. Yeah, so um, I'm looking forward. I've sort of got a bit of practice under the belt, I reckon, so yep. uh, yeah, it's going to come in handy uh, when I fly <laughs> over there. Okay, so when is the big trip happening? Uh, so the big trip, we're going over on October 30th, I believe, and we'll be over there for at least a week. Yep. Um, so it's going to be... Uh, Fun time getting there. I don't know how I'm going to go sitting in that plane, but (laughs) (laughs) we're going to try our best. Yeah, look, worth it in the end for what you're about to do and uh, a huge step in your boxing career, which is absolutely sensational. Uh, Mate, congratulations on this because uh, it's a huge thing that you're doing. It'd be great to see lots of local businesses uh, get on board and, and be part of this fantastic fundraising. And like you said, you can check out all the information through Boss Boxing. You can get in contact with the club in Wodonga. You can check out the Facebook page there. And businesses are more than welcome to uh, to be part of this. Uh, good luck to both yourself and uh, also, Jake. I know you two are absolutely champing at the bit to get over there and get into this. It's fantastic to see, like I said at the start of this, uh, our local athletes making a name for themselves, not in our, just in our backyard, but right around the world now. Yeah, that's, that's the main thing. Um, we're trying to really promote boxing through the roof at the moment. Like, it is, as you see, as many of our young Aussie fighters, like um, people like Harry Garside and that, like, he's a huge um, uh, supportive person for it and yep. what he's doing for us is um, massive and we're trying to take that step to follow in his shoes. Yeah, good stuff. Excellent. Well, mate, uh, Spike, we appreciate your time this morning and best of luck getting over to Wales. Thank you very much. After what's been a couple of busy days in the news world, especially with the former Prime Minister and his hand in the portfolio cookie jar there, but also in the world of sport, especially for the Essendon Football Club, and to share his thoughts on the current saga that they're going through, uh, we're joined by Dale Thomas. Daisy, AFL great, on the phone right now. Uh, Daisy, lots going on in the case of Essendon because uh, they're defeated by Port Adelaide over the, uh, over the weekend by 84 points. Paul Brasher, the president, shortly stepped down after that. Ben Rutten, still the coach of the Bombers at this stage, but hanging on by his fingernails, by all reports, because you've got uh, word of Alistair Clarkson just hovering around, who may become coach of the Bombers soon, may become the coach of North Melbourne too, because they've given him 24 hours to make, of this, make a decision, whether he's coming here or going there. What's your take on all of this? What, are, what a big drama this is. Well, it becomes pretty interesting. Obviously, the result on the weekend has somewhat forced the hand of Essendon to then go and explore what's out there, and that being Alistair Clarkson. Um, whether or not they were contemplating this beforehand... But um, obviously the talk around town is that North Melbourne are the front runners to get Alistair Clarkson. So after the result on the weekend um, and them obviously sensing the urgency of what's about for a new coach, mm-hmm. they've moved pretty quickly. So, um, <laughs> oh, look, it's interesting uh, just in how quickly it changed from, you know, the last few weeks we've been saying there have been a chance to salvage something out of the season and launch into next year, which certainly hasn't been the case. 
What would be the feeling like too? Would there just be an overwhelming sense of confusion if you're a player in Essendon currently with everything that's going on? Do you reach out? Do you talk to someone? Do you just hang out with your mates? Do you confer with your captain and just go, well, how should I handle this with everything that's happened this maelstrom of stuff around me? Well, this is the toughest thing from a player's point of view now is that you've got to try and keep the playing group together. They still have one more game to go, an important game against Richmond this weekend. Not important in the terms of they're not going to get anything out of the season, but they can salvage a little bit of respect. The easiest thing to do when these things are happening, and it is confusing, they've got young kids on their list. There's obviously experienced players who've been through a lot of that footy club with sort of that drug saga and yep. um, you know other coaches being moved on. You can tend to go off into your little groups and that fractures the team even more. So, you know, Dyson Heppel is going to be playing a big role this week in trying to solidify the group, trying to bring everyone back together for one last hurrah this weekend. And sometimes these sort of, um, you know, we've seen it throughout the year with this and then when the media have come for them they've actually found a way to respond come out the next week and play some good footy it's just a shame it's been really inconsistent uh, the best level of football they've produced in your mind would Clarkson be a good move for Essendon? Absolutely. Um, I think Clarkson would be a good move for any club that was looking to sure up their future in that sort of bracket of I guess 8th to 14th spot on the ladder or beyond yeah um, yeah, North Melbourne, I can't help but feel for them. That sounded like as of last week that they had him absolutely sewn up. It was going to be brilliant. They had some clarity going forward and some real direction for a footy club that had sort of been waning down the bottom of the ladder for a while. And all of a sudden, Essendon, a bigger club, um, <laughs> arguably a better list. They get the bigger games, easier to attract people, have just swooped in and almost cut their grass like a... Uh, a move at a, a famous nightclub. Uh, <laughs> just ripped the rug out from underneath them and off they've dwindled into the night sky. Okay, well, plenty going on in the Essendon camp and hopefully it all becomes clearer. At least we get some uh, some end to this saga very, very soon. Uh, you mentioned they take on the Tigers this weekend. Well, another big clash in round 23 coming up involves two of your former teams, uh, Carlton and Collingwood. Where do you stand when uh, two teams that you've got allegiances with uh, come to come to head? It's it's tough, um, <laughs> but it's also awesome. I, look, I, I'm just pumped to see the both sides going really well. They're the two big clubs. To see them both up the top of the ladder and playing finals again after um, not doing so for a while. The Pies are obviously more recent than the Blues. The Blues not since 2013. So, you know, for the chance... And it's going to be massive. The Pies a chance to lock away top four yep. and a chance to play genuine party poopers and send the Blues <laughs> packing for the year. And the Blues a chance to beat the arch rivals and cement their spot inside the top eight and play finals for the first time. In that 10-year period, it is going to be massive. Um, I genuinely cannot wait. Hopefully there's 90,000 there. And <laughs> it is an absolute cracking game and they um, they go at it. For a sense of theatre, I'm hoping that Carlton get in just so there are the two teams, the two big Melbourne teams in for finals. And, um, yeah, the dream of a Carlton-Collingwood grand final is still alive. Well, that was going to be my next question. How would you feel if both teams made it to the very end? Well, if that starts, I'll be petitioning to be presenting the cup um, <laughs> as the only man to play 100 games at both clubs in the history of the, the AFL. <laughs> I think I'm mounting a pretty good case. But, um, yeah. no, look, as I said, it's just great for footy. Um, you know, obviously, I tasted success with the Pies in 2010, and uh, there's a there's obviously a strong connection there. But having some really tough times at the Blues and seeing what they've gone through, it's great to see them back up. And 
chance to play finals and just fingers crossed because it would be absolute heartbreak for them if they missed, especially in the way that they could have sewn it up on a Saturday night against the D's. Yeah, absolutely. Well, when we look back at season 2022, I don't think you could say that this has been a, a quiet or dull season by any stretch of the imagination. But Daisy, appreciate your thoughts on the Essendon saga and your prediction for the game this weekend between your two uh, former clubs. Thanks so much for your time this morning on the show, mate. We really appreciate it. No dramas. Have a great day. Movies. As we like to do each and every Thursday here at Triple M, the board is 105.7 with Lou and Al for breakfast. It is time to do just that, time to talk all things movies with the great man Shano Bassett back again. G'day, Shane. Hello, Al. Um, lovely to speak to you, mate. Welcome back. Thank you very much. It's nice to be back. And as I was talking to you off air, I think I've worked out the majority of these buttons and what they do again. It's taken <laughs> most of this week to get my head around it, but I think we're there. I think we're there. Hey, uh, you've come to the table with three Ripper movies to check out. Let's start with Nope. Now, when I read this in your email, I thought, he doesn't want to talk about this movie, but no, this is, this is actually called Nope. <laughs> yeah, the movie's called Nope, uh, and I'll say off the bat that um, I'm going to give zero spoilers because it's one of those films that you don't want to know too much about. Right. Uh, it is directed by Jordan Peele. His previous two movies, Get Out and Us, had plots where you really didn't know what was going to happen next, and that's what it's like in Nope. Uh, two ranchers, a brother and sister... Um, they look after horses that they hire out to TV shows and Hollywood movies in California. Right. Uh, and they start hearing around the countryside in their ran- at their ranch, something's making noises up in the sky and behind the mountains. Don't know what it is. It's scaring the horses. Uh, they soon find out what it is and ah. they have to defend themselves. <laughs> so I'll leave it at that. It's a bit of a creature feature and it's a little gruesome. I would not take children to go and see it. Okay, no one for the kitties. All right. Uh, I walked past a picture for this next one, uh, past Regent Cinemas. Good luck to you, Leo Grande. Tell us about this one. Did you? Well, I hope you had a good look at Emma Thompson on the picture and the poster because she is fantastic in this and I really enjoy her work, always have. She plays a, a widow who has been alone for quite some time. She's craving uh, you know, like friendship and human touch. She ends up meeting a much younger gentleman and okay. has some liaisons with him. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, a bit of a romantic chick flick, this one. Although quite emotional and dramatic at times, too. It explores the, uh, the world of getting older. Okay. I guess you could call it. Uh, if you remember the movie How Stella Got Her Groove Back from the 90s. Oh, yeah, that's going back. Long, yep. Yeah, yeah, 20-odd years. Um, it's uh, along those lines. Okay. Finally, let's talk about Bosch and Rocket. This has nothing to do with Rocket Raccoon out of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, though. I don't know who Rocket Raccoon is, sorry. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> what, you never saw Guardians? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, no, of course. I thought you were talking about a cartoon. No, no. Yes, <laughs> Rocket Raccoon, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, that tells you how much I love Marvel. <laughs> it does. But this is an Aussie road trip flick, though. Yeah, yeah. I love supporting Australian projects. Uh, Bosch and Rocket is an Australian road trip drama following a father and son, and they're on the run from some criminals um, through mistaken identity kind of thing. But it's a chance for the father and son to actually bond. Again, ah. they, ha- they haven't been close. Luke Hemsworth stars in it, one of the many Hemsworth actor brothers. Yep. Uh, and I liked it. It was very good, very well acted, and some great scenery up around Byron Bay and, 
and Queensland area. Oh, excellent. Okay, so three ripper choices there, and they're all available at Regent Cinemas right now. you got Nope. Good luck to you, Leo Grande and Bosch and Rocket. So plenty to go and check out, Shane. Thank you very much for having me, Al, and have a great day. Well, that's our latest podcast done and dusted here at Triple M, the Vortex 105.7 with Lou and Al for breakfast. Like I said at the start of this, uh, Lou will be back very, very soon. Wednesday coming up. Don't know how much jet lag. Don't know when she touches back into the country. I think it may be Monday. Don't quote me on that. But anyway, Lou, if you're checking out this podcast, maybe on the plane. Maybe they play it on the plane. I'm not sure. Uh, you will be so welcome back. It'd be nice to talk to someone in the studio rather than myself. Uh, but anyway, have yourself a sensational and safe week. And uh, we will chat again soon right here through Listener.